Welcome to Lord Bear Me Strength. This is the podcast where we ask God to bear us some strength. And then we use that strength to pray without ceasing, talk about beer, and digest the issues. Also, sometimes we quote the office. For your edification and our enjoyment. Because we have freedom in Christ. You're Lisa. And you're Marge. Now, now Lord, bear us strength. So what are we talking about today, Marge? What do we got on the agenda? You good? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was stuck for a second. What <laughs> chords going on here? Um, I guess we're gonna talk about personality type. Personality type things. Type things. Okay. It's just the two of us this week. There's no guest. Right. It's back to boring. No, not boring. I think we've got some very strong personalities here. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. You, me, and Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to need to talk about this beer, because it's oh, yeah. been looking at me this whole time, and I've been waiting to talk about it so I can try so it. So what, what are we drinking? Well, you tell me. This one is your selection. You brought this, right? Literally. Did just... you forget? No, I <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you I've never had it before. It? I just have I had. I have had it before, and it's not bad. It is the Blue Moon Belgian White, Belgian-style wheat, wheat ale. That's how you pronounce it. Wheat. H in there? Let's try it. Did you try it? Yeah, I tried it. Yeah? What do you think? It's good. It's beer. Mm-hmm. It's starting to all taste the same. Mm-hmm. This one is not as strong as yeah. the, um, what did we have last time? The pale ale. Sorry. Pale ale. Yeah, pale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this one is paler. It literally mm-hmm. has white in the name, and it has Valencia orange peel. Did you see that? Can you taste the orange peel? I can. <laughs> we should count how many times I wheeze. <laughs> Stop wheeze. saying. <laughs> Stop saying. <laughs> did you ever never see the movie Hot Rod with Andy Samberg? No. He does that every... Uh, I hate that. Every, That's horrible. You don't like the wheeze? No. Uh, I can't remember what the word is now. That he does it on, but uh, very influential movie in my life. Absolutely what? pivotal. I have no idea. I'm making that up <laughs> <laughs> because of the wheeze. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's the only reason. It's annoying. Whiskey. I think that's what he was doing. Oh, mm-hmm. whiskey. We should watch that one sometime too. Okay. Change your life. Okay. Okay. So speaking of life, personalities. This is something that you're somewhat of an expert on. This is so boring so far. <laughs> no, it's not. I think you are convinced that it is, but it's not. I I don't find it boring. Right. I no. think other people find it boring. Um. Okay, so this is how I've always felt about, like, animals. When I start talking about biology type things. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you have said you like it when I go on rants or whatever. Mm-hmm. You find it entertaining for me to just <clears throat> BS about biology things. Mm-hmm. Something bad is Wait, how... you're BSing about it? You're not telling me facts. <laughs> you can BS <laughs> with <laughs> facts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will teach you how someday. Uh, but this is the same kind of thing. No, this is fascinating stuff. And I feel, at least, it's, a, it's important because our lives are centered around people, Right. Including ourselves. It's true. And everybody has a personality. Eh. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, you do. (laughs) Even absence of personality counts as a a personality type. (laughs) Yeah, those are the ISTPs. (laughs) I do know some people like that. Sorry, ISTP. (laughs) So, but then knowing more about yourself 
and about other people. Mm -hmm. Helps not only you to navigate life and to understand other people better and to form better relationships and all that. I think as we'll discuss some more, it also helps you to be effective in other people's lives for, for good, for Christ, for health, for several things. So that's, I think it's important because we believe God made us each differently for his glory. And so studying this is a way to understand God more because we are his creation and he made us like this for a reason. This is one way that you can BS with facts. <laughs> See how easy it is. It's but, really good. Yeah, I know. Just made that all up. But it is also true. See, you can just pull out mm-hmm. facts out of your butt. Okay. But no, I have thought about this because I have never latched onto this. What's it called? Say the name of this one that we're talking Myers-Briggs about. Myers Briggs Personality Type Indicator. Okay. Or like MBTI. Yes. Yeah. So that one, I have taken the test before. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, intriguing to me to learn what I am and what other people I know are. But uh, it never like really settled in my brain so much. Like I know some people basically walk around like they have it put on their driver's license or something. What they are, just because it's so important, you know, like, it's just that meaningful to them. And I totally get that. Uh, There are some other personality tests that I've taken that have really resonated with me more. But I think, I just like how all of it, all of this kind of field of study, uh, it does reveal God more. Because Mm -hmm. he is so big that he's able to make everybody differently. Mm -hmm. But we're all still images of him. We're all still made in the image of God, as different as we are. Because he is just that multifaceted. So, I mean, a lot of people, they don't necessarily see it from that perspective. But that is like where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I like to study it as an extension of studying God, getting to know him better. Yeah. Getting to know his creation better. Any good artist, you're going to learn a lot about them by studying their art. Such is the same with God. And we are his art. So now it's time for you to talk about this subject that is... Uh, I'm enjoying your... listening to your TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> to conclude. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you were saying there are a bunch of different tests and stuff you can take. There. Yeah. And that all comes from, I think it was, like, in the 80s where this was becoming a thing, like... Mm-hmm. Um, personality typology and Mm -hmm. stuff and it had been like psychologists had been doing research on people obviously forever but Mm -hmm. like personality typology is basically it's kind of a newer thing they call it the big five personality tests or whatever yeah um because there are five different gauges i guess Mm -hmm. of personality so uh i think it's like uh openness uh conscientiousness extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. So, Hmm. um, or ocean, if you want to remember it that way. Okay. So. All the different tests measure those things in different ways? Well, one test in particular is like a big five type thing. So, um, yes, but, um, so like Myers-Briggs, Enneagram fall under Mm. that umbrella. Okay. Um, but it comes from the big five, uh, idea. Okay. So. Is basically, anytime you take a personality test, it's like trying to gauge what your preferences are. And like you said, it's not about putting yourself in a box. It's about 
trying to help you understand yourself better. Yeah. And understand other people better so yeah. that you can have better communication, better connection. Yeah. Better relationships. So, it's a tool. Is Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're using it as a tool to be four letters or be a number and to kind of... Identify. Identify. Like, as, as um, I don't think it's wrong to identify as like like your type. Right. But to make it... Like uh, a means to an end. Yeah. Like, yeah. or to make it an excuse for you to mm. be a certain way. Yeah. And that no, I've seen thing. that happen a lot. People yeah. hide behind their result. Mm. Like, oh, this is just the way I am. Right. You know, I don't, I can't make the phone call that's stressing me out because I am just afraid of phone calls because I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, that, I can't that do that. Home, actually. What? That hits close to home. <laughs> um, I use that from my own results. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. You haven't called me back. Still. I'm sorry. <laughs> First of all, you got to call when I'm like close enough to my phone to hear it. Then I might answer. Yeah, I'm supposed to know when you're close to Yes, phone. that's on you, Marge. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, the phone call thing is one that I, yeah. I relate to and I have also heard mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so using it as an excuse for... To kind of, like, segregate people and yeah. to expect, like, looking for a partner or looking for friends. It can be helpful in that mm-hmm. way, but, like, honestly, like, I'm friends with all kinds of people I'm not supposed to be friends with. Right. According to personality typology. Yeah. So. So you don't want to use the test as an excuse to discriminate against, like, getting to know somebody else better or seeking them out as a friend because they aren't the type of personality that you're quote supposed to get along with best or interact with the best or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely so carl jung was a psychologist and he did a a bunch of theorizing on personality so he came up with eight different cognitive functions of how people perceive the world and judge the world, basically. Okay. So is he the guy? His last name is spelled J U N G, but it's pronounced Young. Right. He's German. I Do think. you know how long it took me to figure that out? That it wasn't Jung. How long? And that I mean, we're talking last year. Oh. Okay. Yes, I am not proud. <laughs> I mean, like that's how I would have thought of it if I never took German. Yeah, and I've always just read it too. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was Jung, and yeah. then I was super confused yeah. when I heard people say it out loud. But he theorized that there were eight cognitive functions, and it wasn't until later that Isabel Briggs Myers uh-huh. and Catherine Briggs, mm-hmm. her mom. Oh. Um, they... I did not realize it was a mother-daughter team. Yeah. I love that. So Myers and Briggs, um, they... Love that. <laughs> Girl power. Yeah. yeah, they took his work and put it into basically like a type indicator. Okay, which <laughs> explains the title. But um, yes, they tried to make sense of it by putting um, these functions in an order by saying that everyone has four main functions. Okay, that you operate off of, mm. and like Carl Jung also kind of thought that. I think he was he was very much more two functions basically, that people operate off of. At least that's as far as I've gotten in Psychological Types. That book is a pretty dense book, so I haven't gotten that far. That's kind of as far as he went with it, though, in just the functions. So they took it and made it into letters, which tell you what your functions are. Okay. So, like, you know, INFP, INTP, INFJ, INTJ. Yeah. What do all those stand for? 
Uh, so I is introverted. Mm -hmm. E is extroverted. So there's a scale for each of these. It's a spectrum, yeah. A spectrum mm -hmm. for where you fall between hardcore, like fully introverted and fully extroverted. Mm -hmm. You can land anywhere in there. Right. Okay, so that's one scale. Uh-huh. And then sensing versus intuition. Okay. So S and N. Okay. And because is... you can't have another I. Right. Yeah. So intuition intuition is, is N. N. Got intuition. It. Okay. Um, so you can be either sensing or you can be intuition. Intuitive. Intuitive. That's <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the idea. But and then uh, thinking versus feeling. TNF. Okay. And that one's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, perceiving or judging is the last one. Peter J. So. And then everybody is some combination of those eight letters. Eight letters, yeah. So one of each of the scales. Right. That's how you get to 16 different personalities. Yeah. Okay. So, which is actually kind of like everyone, well, I mean, a lot of the criticism with Myers-Briggs is that it puts people into a box. Yeah. But then it's also really confusing because there are 16 different personalities. To, mm -hmm. It's like, there's so many more than just 16. It's like, well, yeah, technically you're right. If you want to get down into the, like, uh... <laughs> Anal details. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> of uh, everything. Like, you can... We could make a whole other different system of organizing personality types and get 32 personalities or 64 mm -hmm. or, like, a million. Yeah, like, so, based on where you land on the scale can be another whole mm -hmm. instead of just, like, which one you're the majority of. Right. So, like, not using Myers-Briggs or Enneagram or whatever. Like, those are... the huge ones right yeah now. so and i'm okay. sure there will be ones in the future but right like not using those as like this is like specifically who i am it's kind right. of more like an idea it's kind of a framework yeah. yeah so i don't know if i can do this without like writing it down okay but the letter or it might help you at least if i write it down probably would so you perceive the world through intuition or sensing and then you judge the world based off of feeling or thinking. Mm -hmm. So, um, and would this be like how you interact with the world? Yeah, but basically, like intro introversion and extroversion in psychology, and specifically Myers Briggs psychology, is that it it doesn't mean what you think it means. It means introversion is your inner world, extroversion is the outer world, or you could also say introversion is subjective extroversion is objective mm. um in regards to the functions so mm. as far as what these all mean like i can get into that it's kind of a lot at once when you figure out your what your functions are they, it goes into a function stack they call it and it's a stack of four so lisa is an infp so your function stack is uh introverted feeling extroverted intuition introverted sensing extroverted thinking and they, like, shorthand it as F-I-N-E-S-I-T-E. I's transfer, introversion, E's transfer, extroversion. And then your dominant function is introverted feeling. Mm. Um, introverted feeling is something I don't understand because I don't really have it. <laughs> so, but um, it's basically, um, since it's your dominant function, you're really in tune with it. Because, like, if you want to think of it in a car situation... Dominant is the driver, 
uh, auxiliary or the second is the co-pilot, the passenger in the passenger seat. Tertiary is the 10-year-old in the back seat. And then the inferior is like the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so Just it's along for the ride. Right. So it's like different levels of development in Gifts Differing. Mm-hmm. The book by Myers and Briggs, they explain your dominant and auxiliary functions as if you're an extrovert, your dominant function is the commander. He's the one outside leading all the troops, uh, like leading by example, commanding them, being a part of them. And then the extrovert's auxiliary function is the one inside the tent or the HQ or whatever, and like uh, organizing, planning, like doing all the behind the scenes work. And then for the introverted person, it's the opposite. The introverted dominant function is the leader is inside the tent making all the plans, and the auxiliary is the one outside doing all the work. Hmm. Okay. Um, interacting with the world. Yeah. So, like, we'll pick apart your functions because you're right here, so why not? Okay. So, <laughs> so Lisa's an INFP. She took the test the other day, mm-hmm. um, again, to amuse me. But I think it was also for... You wanted to take it again or something. It was very amusing. Yeah. I'm always intrigued at the questions because it's it's interesting to me to think that there are people who answer completely opposite than me out there, you mm-hmm. know, like to get that kind of perspective. Like it just blows my mind. They say things like some of the questions say like, so at the end of a long, hard day, uh, a big rousing get together with friends is just the thing you need. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a thing? People think that way? Uh-huh. Like, they, they work hard all day at work, yeah. and then they come home and want to party. Right. I don't get that. Which is cool, because it shows you not all people think like you do. Exactly. And I definitely need that, because I do have just kind of my own little world going on, mm-hmm. you know? And some of the people in my own family are different than me, and need different things. So that's a good... It's a good reminder. It's like you're different people or something. I just, I forget. Sometimes, you know, they're not all just extensions of me. Uh I totally get it. Yeah, it was very interesting. Mm -hmm. But yes, I'm a definite INFP, right? Yeah. Okay. And so that means I am introverted, I am intuitive, I have feelings, and I perceive... No, what's the P? Yeah, no, it is. It is perceive? Okay, I perceive instead of judge. I'm I'm digging deep to remember. (laughs) So, yeah, just boggles the mind. There could be somebody out there that's a, the opposite is Mm E-S-T-J. Yeah, what what must those people be like? So the E-S-T-J is very, uh, I think it's the commander. Okay. I think is the title. Okay. Yours is the mediator. What was the, no. Yeah, it was a mediator? mediator. Yeah. Okay. He was, it was green. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Little green scientist looking guy. Right. And we're talking about 16personalities.com. You can go take yeah. the test on there. For free. It well, takes free? about five minutes. It'll change your life. So, okay, just I'm going to ask you a question. Can you tell me a, a example of somebody in real life mm-hmm. that would be this opposite personality? I was totally thinking of him. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh-huh. I am processing. I was wondering, so once you know this, 
about the different personalities and which one you are. And you kind of alluded to how there's not, like, one that's better than another, you mm-hmm. know, because personality isn't character. But once you know about yourself and your potential weaknesses and strengths, it's there a responsibility to work with that to improve yourself. That's kind of the whole reason they made it. I mean, they wrote a, like, Myers and Briggs, they wrote a book called Gifts Differing based off of the scripture. Oh, Okay. I forget what it is. Let me look it up. Romans twelve six. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Huh. I did not know that. So. Well, that's uh, cool. So Myers and Briggs were both Christians. I think so, yeah. Christian lady scientists, huh? Yeah. Cool. But you were asking, should this help you grow as a person? Yeah, I, like, is there, you think, a responsibility? Yeah, I've always said, I mean, this is my opinion, but... I've said this for a while, like, if you are, if you have the knowledge of something, if you have the uh, knowledge to do what is right and you don't do it, mm-hmm. um, that's... That's on you. It's, yeah, and it's also, it, it's your responsibility to do, mm-hmm. it, even if you're a bystander, like, you're not, you're also... Or partaker in mm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like I could think of, I can't think of an example right now. But if you're if you're seeing something that's going on that's wrong and you're mm-hmm. not doing anything about it, yeah, um, that's wrong as well. You're contributing to that mm-hmm. by doing nothing. Okay. Um. So, like, that's really harsh and no, but that's generalized. The truth. It is like it is the truth uh-huh. and. I have a hard time, like, even me, who's very uh, aware of that truth, Mm -hmm. I have a hard time following that truth. Yeah. And then within that, though, uh, like, you could spin out really hard on that and think, well, I know that the rainforest is being burned down at an alarming rate, and I know that there are more tigers in captivity in America than there are in the wild and I know um, that abortion is wrong or any of these things and you can be like okay once I know that now I have to do something about it mm-hmm. but then there's also the responsibility of knowing what's your circus right and staying in that arena and not like because you can't do something about all the things but your own self your own body and your brain, that is your... So that is a thing that we all have responsibility. We're not all called to chain ourselves to trees in the Amazon. <laughs> you know? That's where God yeah, has you. Yeah. Great. Most people aren't. But we are, I think we're all called to... Yeah, we're called to... Try to um, you know, identify our weaknesses and try to become stronger in those areas mm-hmm. for the benefit of the people around us, for our own selves, mm-hmm. culture at large, and, you know, to glorify God. So. Right. I think, yeah, when I was saying that, I was meaning in the context of, like, uh, you and your loved ones. Yeah. And the people you interact with. Not, like, um, 
so oftentimes changing the world is really just changing your world, yeah. and your world's a lot smaller than you actually yeah. think it is. That's kind of what I was getting at, Yeah, you know, because I, I think in terms of a lot of, you know, just being the age that I am, like, well, what am I doing with my life, you know? Mm-hmm. What is the legacy that I am leaving behind? And I haven't saved the rainforest yet, <laughs> and... Um, being okay with that, you never will. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. doing what I can do and being proud of that. And you'll never have the perfect family or you'll never have, you know. I will never be perfect either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. lowering, like. Realistic expectations. Yeah, and what you were saying about God being, he gives you limits for a reason. He gives uh-huh. you limited knowledge for a reason. He gives you right. limited time and energy you uh-huh. like have to sleep you have to yeah even the most extroverted person mm-hmm. has to have alone time even the most introverted person has to have social time yeah so like we have limits of how long we can be together and how long we can be alone and how long we can sleep and how long we can be awake and all this stuff mm-hmm. so but god has given us the responsibility to govern our own bodies yeah and part of that is your mind it's yes. A huge part of that, actually. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of, like, if you're in the spirit, if you're in the spirit is in you, um, you will be, a, like, a fruit of that is self-control. So mm-hmm. being able to control yourself, being able to um, understand yourself, mm-hmm. being able to... Push um, yourself. Yeah. To and, do the hard things, like make the phone call. Yeah. <laughs> or, like... Yeah, to to kind of build a bridge and get over yourself, you know? Yeah. In a lot of ways, because it was, like, my relationship with my dad has changed a lot because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. understanding him in a different way, mm-hmm. because um, he's a ESFP and mm-hmm. I'm an INTP, so mm-hmm. um, there's, he's the entertainer and mm-hmm. I'm the logician, so, mm-hmm. like... There's a disconnect there. There's a disconnect, and... Mm-hmm. We don't always enjoy each other's company because mm-hmm. he wants to talk about feelings and give me hugs all day. And I'm like, can we talk about something like meaningful for a while? Yeah. And he's like all over the place with yeah. how he feels about it mm. and how what he thinks about it and what he's read about it. And it's like, just have a thought. Just have an original thought. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it's a quote, Dad. Yeah. It's a quote. It's important because you feel you feel important. You feel validated. Yeah. You feel useful and like um, like somebody gives a crap. Yeah, and like yeah. other people would come and sit down here and not get that at all. They just mm-hmm. want to go out and like play volleyball, you know. Yeah, and like that's so meaningful to them, right? And I don't that's get great. that. Yeah, but like they don't get this either. Exactly. That's okay. Like. That's the whole, that's the whole, uh, that's what I'm learning in therapy is like, um, kind of how to have empathy for people Mm. and sympathy for people you don't understand, but just like, it's the whole compassion thing that Jesus was all about. Like, like, just because they're different than you doesn't mean you need to discriminate and you need to segregate and you need to separate people. That one's better than the other. Yeah. Into groups that where people will understand each other, that's uh, very Tower of Babel. Mm, like, the yep. whole point of the kingdom of heaven is to, like, join every tribe and every nation. Yep. And... All these different people, you know? Yeah. And literally, they're, like, people that we're running into every day... Yeah. Um, ...are speaking different languages. Yes. And 
to be able to communicate in a way through the medium of psychology yeah. <laughs> is huge. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important to me. And that's why um, in my whole uh, career change, not that I have one, but uh, the one I wanted to go on was very archaeological and historical uh-huh. and yeah. um, like librarian type. What, what was it exactly you were pursuing? Archaeology. Is, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, that's why I went to Greece. Okay. I mean, that and to study abroad, but yeah. I took an archaeology course there. Okay. And we went on a whole tour of Athens, and wow. we didn't do any excavations. We were just there for a class. Yeah. So, yeah, we did, like, um, it's where I got this rocket clip. But, um, oh, sweet. Like, we did... Yeah, we went all over every day while I was there yeah. for, like, three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. That would be cool. Um, and I was, like, super excited about it after yeah. that. And then, yeah, I went through all kinds of stuff where it was just, like, what the heck am I doing? And I'm not good at this, which mm-hmm. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, like, wanted to be. Yeah. And I couldn't, like, make myself want to be more than, mm-hmm. like, who I was naturally. And I'm like, gosh dang it, I think, and then COVID was like, oh yeah, I need people, I love people, and I, that's like my passion, mm-hmm. basically, like, we're only here for so long, you know, and mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, I want to, what's most impactful for me is having connection with people and making a difference in their lives and then making a difference in mine. Yeah. And that's why I was like, and I really do that well one-on-one and that's Mm -hmm. very personal and you can go deep that way you can get into the uh, specifics that way and because in group settings it's like damn near impossible Mm -hmm. to do it and um and so i was like counseling sounds perfect for that like being able yeah to have that connection and being paid to have thoughts basically yeah you know like um being paid to think for someone else and mm-hmm. be able to help them through their feelings and their thoughts and their and lives. Stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. being think, paid to love on people. Yeah. Like, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So that's how, that's kind of where, uh, Myers-Briggs got thrown in there was yeah. kind of searching for that, um, connection. Mm-hmm. And it's a great tool for being able to love people more and including yourself. Mm-hmm. So that totally goes along with that career trajectory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Lisa, I have a question for okay. you. What is reality? Reality is coffee. Dark. And black. And wet. <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes like rich dirt. And it makes me happy inside. And it feels like a warm hug from your guts. And that's reality. It's bigger than all of us. Just like the smell of the coffee. <laughs> wow. So you're saying reality is coffee? And also that coffee is reality. Both. Well, isn't that the same thing? Nope. How is it different? It's because they're different. <laughs> Okay. There's Ex- nothing more real. Explain it to me like I'm six. It's okay. There's nothing more real than coffee. 
is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's where we find all the joy and satisfaction in life. And that is what's, I'm just BSing this, you know? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you can tell because everything I say is so serious. I'm here for it. Okay. You want to keep making coffee metaphors? That's all I have. <laughs> That's all I am. <laughs> what else is coffee? <laughs> um, it comes from a bean. <laughs> and it which means comes something. from the earth. Yeah. Which comes from God. Okay. Which comes from nowhere. He makes himself. He is always. Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> I do not worship coffee. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> this question is bigger than both of us. All right, do you want a question? Yeah. This is, I love this question. I feel like I can learn a lot about people by asking them this question. So you, this is not like the first time you've asked it? No, it's not. Well, I feel less special now. But your answer will be different. And that Hopefully. is why. Yeah. Everybody has a different answer. So what is it? My question is, is there a word that grosses you out? Yep. What, what is it? Let's hear it. Say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> You can tell me what it is, and then I'll say it. But I have to say it. <laughs> you can write it down. Or type it. You put it know. on your computer, and I will pronounce it. Don't judge me. I would never, because you haven't heard mine. I hate the word silly. Really? I hate it. Okay. And why? Why is that? It's stupid. It is? I hate it. Okay. That's why. Hmm. Now I'm angry. Oh no! <laughs> okay, it's see? It's just dumb. This like, is what I'm talking about. I'm learning so much. Like, there are so many better substitutes, like mm-hmm. goofy or funny or what, you know. Okay. But, like, I hate cutesy words that yeah. are like baby, boo boo, kind of, yes. mima, mm-hmm. grandma. Something. Hate grandma! No, not grandma. <laughs> but, like, I don't hate you, grandma. I love you. <laughs> I hate your name! <laughs> No, I don't hate grandma. I, I hate like the, the the nicknames for the cutie baby yeah. talk substitutes. Nuna poo poo. Yeah, like it's not cute. It's it's like it's embarrassing. It's dumb. Yeah, like stop making yourself so dumb mm-hmm. by saying like goo goo gaga. Like you know, right? Or like like my friends would. Well, one of my friends in particular, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> Calling you out. She would. She called me Mally Moo, and I <gasps> absolutely hated oh, it. No. I'm like, do not call me that, or I'm never talking to you. Wow. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. Like that is overstepping. Like in their the relationship. I'm very yes, <laughs> thank you. But um, I'm very much like, if you're gonna give someone a nickname or something, mm-hmm. like. Better be good. Don't make it sound stupid, you know? Yeah, like Marge. No, actually... Quality nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say... Oh. No, that's not your actual name. That is just... Oh, it's not. I have dubbed you. Unless your mom changed it. Maybe she put it on your birth certificate. Can she change it? I think I would have you to You would have to by now. I keep forgetting how old you are. Yeah. 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 How old do you think I am? I don't... I'm telling... There's this picture of you right behind you. Yeah, I was That's like, little Marge. I was like... And that's where I'm stuck. 16 there. Yeah. So Not I'm, old enough to change your own birth I'm certificate. I'm like 10 years younger in your brain. Yep. Are you also 10 years younger in your oh, brain? Oh, heck yes. Do you know why everyone in my life knows how old I am? Is because I keep telling them uh-huh. because I have to make it real in my brain. It's wrong. How old do you think you are? 30. Oh. I literally, I feel like I just 
came to the acceptance of being in my 30s. Uh-huh. I remember the moment where I was like, wow, 30 is so old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> like, I just got okay with that. I mean, I think of you in your 30s as well. Okay, good. We agree. Like... 40 is wrong. It's so Because, like, wrong. you're definitely not in your 20s because 20-year-olds right. are, like, figuring themselves out. Right. I feel like you're in your 30s because you're, like... I have wisdom. Yeah. Like, but I'm you're still mature. kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, the older I get, the more I'm, like, I can't wait till my 30s. Uh-huh. And, like, I like people who are, like, in their 30s and stuff, like, because they, like, have it more figured out. Mm-hmm. But they're also still, like, still very fun. relatable. And yeah. They're not, like, using a walker. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's all over by the time you get to 40. No, it's not. Literally had back surgery last year. Yeah. So. But anyway, I don't like the word silly because it's, I've come to like, I can say it and stuff. Yeah. But like, I really hated it. Did it make you feel gross? I just say it. Saying it. Yeah. Uh Like, I just, uh, it doesn't feel like me. Yeah. Um, there are just certain words in your vocabulary that you don't... Mm-hmm. There are certain words not in your vocabulary mm-hmm. for a reason. And it's yeah. because you're, like, uncomfortable saying them. Yep. Um, some of them is because, like, you don't know how to pronounce them. Like, yeah. Elwes. <laughs> uh, you did a great job. We'll just yeah. leave it at that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then other ones are just, like, because they don't fit your uh, jargon. They don't fit... Like, how you speak, you know? And for me, at least, I know I was uncomfortable saying a lot of words that were related to femininity, being a girl. I could not say the word purse (laughs) for years. Mm -hmm. For, like, ten years. Mm -hmm. It grossed me out. I called my little, whatever I had my stuff in, I called it a Percy thing or a bag Percy thing? Yeah, which for some reason made it better than Why just purse. That's so much just worse. Just saying purse was like admitting <laughs> mm-hmm. that I was like trying to be grown up or something and beautiful or something that I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know? Like beautiful, grown up, mature people with their lives together carried purses. And I couldn't admit that, you know. That's where I was at. I mean, that wasn't where I was at. I was a mess, and that's why I couldn't say purse. Uh-huh. I couldn't say, you know, period. I couldn't even say period in the context of grammar. <laughs> I would not say it. Really? Yes. Huh. Interesting. I did get over a lot of that when I had Ruthie, because I was like, I am going to be well-adjusted for this kid, dang it. Uh-huh. I am going to force myself to be good with these, you know, girly issues, uh-huh. because I don't want her... To, you know, I don't want my hot mess to transfer onto her, mm-hmm. you know? And so I forced myself, like, I would practice saying them out loud when I was alone. Just to say, you know? Like, in anticipation of having, like, talks with her and stuff. I'd be like, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. You can use the word. <laughs> Alone in your house, folding laundry. Uh-huh. Vagina. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> so I could go and tell my kid that the way God made her was beautiful and perfect, and there was nothing to be ashamed of. And I could do it with Did a straight tell, face. You told her like that. <laughs> I'm sure. Gosh, I hope it came out. That she's way okay. Uh, like compared to me with yeah. all the girly stuff and whatnot uh-huh. she handles it way 
better than I still do. Thank God. So, <laughs> so not proud of that, but... Yeah. <laughs> so weird. That's better. Uh, uh-huh. can at least no, say I, it I actually kind of relate to that, too. Yeah. I just think it's funny to laugh at you, though. I know. This <laughs> is so pathetic. Uh, but, yeah. It was worth it. It was worth it mm-hmm. for my kid to be well-adjusted. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear my actual one? Yeah. The word that grosses me out. It gives me a physical reaction, like starting in my stomach and moving. It gives me heartburn to say this. Do you, are you sure you want heartburn? I'm gonna. It's worth it for you. You want to put it out there. <laughs> Ooey gooey. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why is it a thing? And people on every cooking show, they keep using it. Like it applies to things like cheese or pastry fillings or you know, steak if you cook it wrong. So <laughs> that one was yeah, that one was too far. Kidding. Too far. This is what I'm saying. This is the kind of reaction I get. Like, if they could just even just leave it at ooey. Or just, you know, even that is a lot similar to yours. Like, with the whole baby talk thing. Yes. That's how I feel. Yes. Like, grow up, people. There are better words. Stop infantilizing, describing food, you know? Infantilizing. It's awesome. Tiny little baby voice and stuff. It's just gross to me. It's so gross. And I want it to go away. I want to burn it out of the dictionary. Yes. You have like a... Make it stop. It just like boils up in anger in you. Yes, it does. It makes me angry. Yes. Uh, I'm sweating again. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I need to turn on a fan. Uh, Yeah, anyway, that's where I'm coming from. Does gooey... Ugh. You don't Ugh. like that either? Uh, it's all bad. It's all bad. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't happen. A lot of it, I think, is like the E at the end of yes. something. Yes. Yeah. That's really... I agree. I know my name ends like that, but that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, Mallory. It's, yeah. It would be weird if it was Mallor. <laughs> Mal- that's pretty... That's a cool name. It would be cool. Right? Ending on a consonant, yeah. Yeah. Technically, why is not a consonant? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes why? Yeah. (laughs) If you feel like it. Yeah. That was, technically, that was my question for you, but I also answered it. Oh, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because now I know. Your life is enriched by that. And also it's like another thing we have in common, which is cool. Yeah. Well, so I hate the infantilizing of things, and yet I have this very majestic cat Uh that is... Uh, very standoffish, and uh, he will come to you when he is ready for affection. Okay. And he will not grovel. It sounds Sometimes like... he grovels a little bit. But he was... You're describing you know, every cat. Well, no, because I have some pathetic cats. Oh, really? This one and his sister I rescued from the market where I work. Tiny, shriveled baby kittens. I mean, Aww. you've never seen more emaciated cats in your life. It was gross. They were just sacks of bones. Oh. So this... But they were, you know... What's that? They were still cute, so I caught him and I brought him home and fattened him up. And this guy, he had to have, like, one foot over the threshold of going feral by the time I found him. Because he was hard to catch and hard to tame. But, um, you know, we just loved him for what he was. His name is Blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I named him. Do you know what I That's call cool him? Name. I don't call him Blue. <laughs> even though the name totally suits him. Okay. He is a blue, you know, all the way through his personality, but I call him 
boo-boo. <laughs> because he's my precious little boo-boo. <laughs> and because he loves his snuggles. Oh, no. I hate myself. Stop it. I hate myself so much. And he hates me, too. I showed you that picture that I painted of our cats. And he's scowling, and that's what he always does. He is a scowler because he hates us. Because we call him Boo Boo. Poor cat. I just lost all respect for I told you. I told you when we started doing this. It was just a matter of time. We got farther into it than I thought we would. If it makes you feel any better, like, with Hobbs and stuff. Yeah. It's so annoying, too, because I'll find myself calling him, like, Bubby. I know, like, right? Why? You just cannot help yourself. Bubby's just so cute. Because they're precious. <laughs> and, like, you don't use that voice with anything else. Nope. Never. No, nobody else can not. be around, you know? It's absolutely like, not. <laughs> you and your pet. And it just happens. Yes. And I hear myself. Sometimes I, like, rise out of my body, mm-hmm. and I'm floating over the scene. <laughs> You're pathetic. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I love my little boo-boo. <laughs> Sometimes, kind of like vagina, I make myself <laughs> call him Blue. Because <laughs> that's his name. Every time you say vagina. <laughs> vagina. Lisa, I hate to break it to you, but it really doesn't sound natural. You're preparing for takeoff. Uh, I think part of me is still preparing for, like, the world to end. This is the outro. <laughs> well, I don't know what else you wanted. I, we need to plug our socials. Okay, the, you know. let's do that. How do we do that? Well, we should ask them a question. Oh, yeah. What's our new question for everyone to answer? We never... Oh, yeah, we did have one. Never mind. What was it? The camp. Tell us our camp stories. Yes. Yes, uh, we did do that one. And no one told our... Now we need their science questions. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. science questions do you have for my gigantic scientific brain? Mm-hmm. Don't Dig type deep. it into Google. Don't... No, just, I am Google. Just ask Lisa. I'm better than Google. Yeah. Yeah. And try your best to stump her. Yeah, see if you can. Because she's not allowed to look up anything next time. I won't look it up, but I will BS my way out of it. <laughs> and you won't know the difference because you didn't look it up on Google. You're going to take my word for it. Anyway, find us on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, do it. You'll find me on Instagram and you'll find Lisa on Facebook. I don't do Instagram. I don't do Facebook. You know why? Why? It's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> Facebook is stupid. It's going to be progressively stupider. But all of my kids' pictures are on there, so I have to stay. Facebook owns me now. That doesn't... Yep. No, that's how it works. doesn't make any sense. No, they own my pictures because it's too hard to get them off. There's a lot. There's a lot of pictures on there. I've been doing the Facebook for... You upload your pictures on Facebook and then you delete them off of your phone? No. Well, that... No, but 15 years, man, they weren't all on my phone. They have been over multiple cameras and devices and stuff, and now they're all centered on the Facebook, and it's my whole life for 15 years. You have the photos 
apart from Facebook, don't you? Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a good reason to be on Facebook. <laughs> but it works for us, because that way I can manage our podcasts, Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. We've got merch coming. Oh, yeah. I ordered stickers. We've got Lord Beer Me Strength stickers coming. And they're cute. And they're vinyl. And they'll last forever. These stickers will outlive all of us. Slap it on yo laptop and yo water bottle. (laughs) And you will be so cool. All the kids will ask, what is this cool sticker? Way to sell it. (laughs) I made myself laugh. (laughs) Yeah, you do that a lot. (laughs) I don't think you laugh harder at anyone than myself. Than yourself. Because <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, but the stickers are cool. They're two inches across. Die cut vinyl stickers. You need a tissue? Nope. <laughs> I'm good. Anyway, email us at lordbeermestrengthpodcast at gmail.com. And ask me a science question. Do it. Do it now. One, two, three, do it. Do it now. Say yes. Do it. One, two, three, do it now. (laughs) Science question. (laughs) Okay, bye. You put it up with this J and get T. Does that make sense? No! No, that doesn't make sense. Because... Oh no, my brain hurts.